Hello, my name is Juan Vitas, and I'm the founder and host of Winning on Wednesday. WOW is a virtual platform that brings together between 50 to 80 people weekly to share ideas, discuss their business, and get to know each other. WOW encourages the building of relationships before doing business. As I often say, people do business with who they know, like, and trust. And today, uh, today's guest, we have John Hill. And John has been a friend of mine for many, many years. And I would like to introduce uh, today's guest is John Hill. How are you doing, John? Fine, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. We're going to go into more detail, but just a little by a short, uh, brief uh, summary about yourself. Well, I've been in uh, I've been in business for over forty years now. Okay, I've developed and and, and managed businesses uh, both as right as national sales manager, VP of sales, director of marketing. General Sales Manager, VP of Business Development, and and CEO of three public companies. Wow! I raised seven, <laughs> I raised seven and a half million dollars on Wall Street, and uh, uh, that's basically it. Uh, I put five years in the Navy. I finished my education at San Diego State University in 1958, and uh, then I came back and got married in 1959. I was married for 43 years to my wife, and she died uh, 20 years ago. Okay, oh, wow. so, yeah, so. Wow, John. Yeah. yeah, John, well, first of all, thank you for your service. I always like to thank our veterans for the service because without them, we wouldn't have these freedoms. Uh, we can't take those freedoms for granted. So thank you for your service, sir. And uh, and tell us, I, I like to ask this question. I like to start off the meeting usually is uh, where it all began. And, and we would like to talk about mom and dad. Because, uh, you know, you're the reflections. We are the reflections of our parents. You know, our parents raised us a certain way to do better, to do good and and to show values. And uh, and that's why I like to discuss, because, you know, people take things for granted. And, uh, you know, sometimes they they forget that they gave us life. That's the first thing. Our parents, let's say, let's face it, they gave us life. You know, they brought us into this world. So that's why I like to start out. What did your parents do for a living? My mother was a nurse. Uh, she was a head nurse at, uh, at uh, St. Vincent Hospital in New York City. My father was a restaurateur, and he owned a, a couple of restaurants. He, he died at 47, throat to the liver. Oh, at wow. 47, he was an alcoholic and died at 47 years of age. Uh, oh, but, my uh, goodness. Yeah. But, uh, you know, what can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> and, the- and, and any brothers and sisters? I have a sister that's 10 years younger than I am. And, oh, wow. Uh, and the, so, and so, mom, so wow, wow. And, and she's uh, a nurse. She's a nurse, too. Okay. Or was a nurse. And she's retired, too. And uh, I have my daughter's a nurse. I have my aunt Flo is a nurse. My aunt Izzy's a nurse. And my my cousin's wife is a nurse. Uh, you know, so I have wow. a lot of nurses. Yeah. <laughs> well, as well, that's a good thing. It's comforting to know at least you have people that could take care of you, truly take care of you and your family, you know, because they're in the health field and nursing field. That's amazing, John. Uh, truly amazing. That's wow. Um, and, and when you were a child, did you have any role models or did you want to what did you want to be when you want to grow up? Like what were some of the things that you wanted to do when you were a child? If you remember. I I I boxed amateur for for three years from 1947 uh, from 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 14 from 14 to 17, and my wow. father was a lightweight champ of uh, Massachusetts and New Hampshire in 1929, and he he loved the sport and I thought it was just a sport too, but 
after I gave it up in some, uh, when I was 17 years old, he lost interest in me. And I guess that's, he was more of a, of a friend than he was my father. He was more of a buddy. Mm. And he used to go to all my fights. I had 33 fights, 28 wins and one draw. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so you, you, you knocked people out. <laughs> No, I didn't. No, 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 I'm just joking. No, I'm just joking. But uh, if you were a boxer, who were some of your role models as for the boxers? I mean, I'm sure you followed Walter, some of them. Yeah, Walter Cartier, Tony Pallone, uh, Patty Young. Okay. Patty Young was the, I used to work out with him. He was a, a middleweight boxer back in the, in the 50s. Oh, wow. Late, yeah. And uh, I I knew his father, who was a, worked on a docks and I had worked on a docks when I was a kid on myself too, because my father, my uncle Bill was a hiring boss down there and they used to hire me on the weekends. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming with, with, uh, with a boxing, you had to be in good condition. Like you had to go training and, 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 and with the Navy and all that you, 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 I would assume you were probably in good shape at that time. Uh, you yeah, had to be, you had to be. Well, I I went in the Navy and uh, I, I I joined the Navy in 1952 for con, for the Korean War and uh, my and the uh, the recruiting officer said to me he looked at my because I was a cap, captain of the swimming team when I went to Power Memorial Academy and he said uh, well we have a new thing that I said well can I learn something in the Navy oh yes sir so I went to underwater demolition school in uh, Little Creek, Virginia, and then to ABC Beach, Beach in Coronado, California, where I learned uh, explosives. So uh, yeah, I put five years in the Navy. I made eight jumps in Korea. Or so I tell everybody I made one jump and I got pushed seven times what it boiled down to. <laughs> wow, that is truly amazing. John, that's not something I never knew about you. And, 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 and I don't. It took me. It took me twenty five years to talk about. It, I'll tell you that. Okay. Wow. But uh, you know what? This is what makes us. And and I get that's you know what what's the old saying? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And this is what is part of what is your DNA. You know what the experiences of our life experiences that we've gone through. Um. You know. Wow. It just it's truly amazing. Um. And, and 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 was there there other achievements in your life that you like to talk about? I mean, I, I mean, I, the name in itself—that's an ach the life achievement. That's a great achievement, you know. Uh, is, is there other achievements in your life that you know you have accomplished? Well, the graduated from Power Memorial Academy, Irish High School, in 1949, and then uh, San Diego State University in 1958. Okay, I, I thought those were accomplishments and. And getting married in 1959 was a big and walking my three daughters down the aisle when they got married. That wasn't a big accomplishment. Absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing is, um, did, what did you major? What was your degree in? My degree was in marketing, major in marketing, minor in engineering. Or engineering. And I have and enough credits to to. to take my masters in psychology but i never did it oh wow and um what was your first job uh right out of college oh i was working as uh uh an engineer for uh, for uh, uh electro instruments a company out in california and i just got married and i uh i was working uh, i was home one weekend out of seven 
I, my territory was from Canada to Florida and up to Chicago. I never forgot that. <laughs> wow. So you, you, you travel a lot, I'm assuming. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Wow. Wow. Well, that, that's a toll. And, and did you travel by car, train, plane, or everything? <laughs> everything. Everything. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, in the beginning, I'm sure, and I, I mean, from my experience, when I, you know, when I started my career too, I started traveling a lot, and uh, it grows old quickly, you know, because the hotels are the same, the rooms are the same, the conference rooms, the conferences are the same. So after a while, it just becomes, you know, it doesn't become special. It becomes actually his work. So it's, it's not. I had, mm-hmm. I had pants from. From a, a from a Miami a hotel in Miami, I had shirts from a place in in Chicago. I had um, uh, a jacket that I bought in in uh, uh, in Boston. I mean, that was my wardrobe. It was all over the place. It really was. But I learned a lot. Okay, and then I. I, I wasn't interested in sales. I was working with companies and and I I go into a company and I I I talk to the people there and all of a sudden this guy would call me and thank me for doing his job for him and he was getting his commission. I said, Dad, this is something wrong with this. I should be doing sales. So I I I went to the guy that was in charge of uh, field engineering and said, I want to go into sales. And he says, well, you have to talk to uh, the president. So I did. And they sent me to Jay Douglas Edwards, who was considered one of the famous sales trainers in the world at that time. And I I went to them and he interviewed me. He says, OK, you, you can go into sales. And I was one of one of 140 people that did a million dollars in sales in a, in a year and a half. So I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, um, you you must have learned a lot. Out of all the places you travel, what was your favorite place? Would you say that you that you like? In uh, on a uh, on international, it was Costa Rica. Okay. And and then Germany, and then Italy, and then France. Okay. Wow. And uh, I did. I went up to Canada a couple of times too. Okay. But uh, but uh, but primary, uh, but Costa Rica is beautiful absolutely beautiful wow so you you really got the chance to travel the world i did i did i was very fortunate oh, i wasn't interested in 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 uh, iran or iraq and so forth we didn't do anything with them at the time but uh but uh i went to brazil i remember flying nine and a half hours to brazil where there was 300 people in the in the plane and and uh, by the time we last landed, the, the kids were running up and down the aisle, and uh, and the toilets were overflowing, and so forth. So did you did you, did you drink any capereñas, as they say in the beach? The capereñas, capereñas. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And they right. say obrigado, and so you know, so all my uh, Brazilian friends out there, I'll, I'll I'll make it one day. I'll go to Brazil one day, you know, to Rio. Yeah. But uh, I do have a lot of Brazilian friends, so. Uh, it's really, it's really nice. Uh, listen, I make friends everywhere, you know, all over the world, and and it's just nice to uh, hear and experience different cultures, you know, because uh, that's those experiences are important so because it opens your horizon, and it really gets an understanding of what human beings are all about, you know, uh, and experiencing that, and 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 I think a lot of people have fear of of not knowing, you know, of the unknown. And I think that if you open and and you and travel and have that experience, you kind of appreciate life and appreciate people too. 
Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and John, when you, uh, when, when, when you went on your own, were you nervous or scared, uh, you know, when you decided to decided that, you know, you didn't want to do the nine to five gig anymore? Um, where were you at that I never, point? I never did a nine to five gig in my life. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Okay. That's good to know. Wow. Uh, so you, I, you, I, I was always, <clears throat> my parents always raised me with the fact that you take any job, you do it like it, you owned it and so forth. So I, it. it was never a nine to five job. That right, I right, right. Wow. Well, I mean, with when, when did you decide to go like on your own with your own company? Because I know you said you worked for it as an engineer <coughs> in the beginning. And, and when did you decide to say uh, shift or pivot to what you are doing now? I, uh, I think I, I did a, uh, it, it's hard to remember, but, but it was over 30 years ago that I did that. Okay? Oh, wow. And, and uh, I, I decided one day that uh, I'm making everybody else money. I'm not making enough money for myself. And then he cut my territory and that bothered me. So I said, you know, uh, uh, every company that I worked for, I was always the top salesman. And, uh, and that, and then they, I was doing everybody doing hundred percent of quota. I was doing 200, 300% of quota. And, and they decided to cut my territory. And I said, wait a minute, why are you doing that? I, I'm making money here. I, I need to make money because I have a family and three daughters I have to send to school and so forth like that, but it didn't matter. So I decided to go out on my own. And I picked up a bunch of, of products and I did, I, I was doing the suggesting and then, the, then I got into doing trade shows. And that was, that was, I was doing a lot of trade shows, both on a national and international basis. Yeah. Wow. And um, I mean, I, I have to tell you, I have some experience of doing trade shows too. Uh, when I, when I first started my company, I, I mean, my company, I started working my career I worked for Jeff Pulver and he used to have these uh, trade shows called Vaughn, which is voice on the net. And uh, we used to travel a lot, go to uh, CES, Consumer Electronics Show. So I was there. That's a big one. That, 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 uh, yeah, I CES remember. Is, I remember when you stay at the end of the show and they, uh, the people that brought the equipment, they'd, they'd sell, sell it to you. Oh, and wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll give cool. it away. And then, yeah, I went to, it, I did that. It, 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 it takes like, yeah, yeah. This one was in in uh, Las Vegas, and uh, I I remember it was in two thousand and five, and it took me literally three days to do the whole uh, event, the whole floor to walk the floor. It takes about three yeah. days. Is that yeah. big? Well, wow. the average person goes to a trade show. They they visit uh, they visit thirty booths, and it's t it takes eight and a half hours just to visit thirty booths. Booths. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in that that uh, the trade show uh, world, it's a whole culture in itself, you know, because you have vendors and you have uh, pe uh, people. So sometimes, this, uh, you know, it's it's really a whole production. It's uh, it's amazing how you have an empty room, uh, you know, a large empty room. And all of a sudden the people put the rugs, the carpets and the and, and the, the booths and and then the booth, sometimes they make it interactive and, and, you know, and you go into this world and it's like, holy cow, where did this come from? You know, it's pretty wild how these trade shows are really organized. And I mean, uh, the car shows, I've been to so many different trade shows at the Javits Center. But it's nice. uh, it's truly amazing these these trade shows how some and, and sometimes I've been to other ones that are not, not well organized as well and those are you, those are the ones that you don't have a, they don't last that long and the, and, and the, the ones that you don't have a positive experience but the ones that you have a positive experience are the ones that last longer. 
Well, at, at trade show, I wrote a book, uh, Tips and Tales from a Booth, Avoiding Trade Show Mistakes. I wrote that in 2008. And uh, a lot of people on Long Island still use that as a book guide today. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. you know, you know, this that maybe that comes to a, a great point of our uh, meeting of our, our show right now, which is the, you know, we'd like to share information and, and help other business people and other businesses become better. Uh, I like to call this segment the wow golden nugget. Uh, we want to leave something behind a piece of valuable information that it can influence others. Um, so is there anything, any uh, value, you know, any information that you can give us? The yeah, listeners? I, I think I think people make a mistake by not taking advantage of trade shows they're they're expensive but if but trade shows you can get the best leads you're ever going to have out of a out of a out of a meeting so many people providing you have the right qualification questions in line if you do that correctly you can close the close the deals you you you, you interview the people first okay at the trade show okay you qualify them at the trade show and then go to their office and close on the deals. And I've done that for years. Wow. And um, yeah, there the, the certainly is. And, and, you know, there's something, especially now with COVID and everything, we're doing everything virtually, but there's always something about impressing the flesh, you know, and being mm -hmm. there. And, and they always say in sales, the closer you are to the customer, the greater chance of the sale. So you're there to impress the flesh. So by handshaking and means seeing a person eye to eye contact, that's direct sales right there. That's very impactful and direct as opposed to an email or phone call. I mean, you still do businesses through, you know, through that way, but it's uh, certainly more effective from a sales point of view uh, to have a direct contact with physical contact or, you know, handshake or, or whatever, or cheers, you know, with the, with the drinks. Uh, but the, yeah, that is, there's something for, to said that. And even with the trade shows, you in afterwards, a lot of people go to network afterwards uh, and, and they'll have, a, you know, it's more, sometimes even that's even more fun because they'll have parties or they'll, they'll be at the bars and they're a little bit more relaxed as opposed to not in a regular business setting. So, the, 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 you know, there's more laid back, which, you know, it's a lot better networking that way because sometimes, you know, uh, in the trade shows, you're there just to work and consistently meeting a lot of people at a really fast time. I agree. I absolutely agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. see. The idea is that I keep telling people, not necessarily the best, the best people to send salesmen to. You don't want them to, to sell at a trade show. You want them to qualify the trade show because it takes longer to close a deal than it does to qualify a deal. You can qualify a client that comes to your booth in, in anywhere from three to five minutes. And then if you ask them the right question, uh, uh, what are you looking for? How many do you want? When do you want them? And do you have the money to close? Uh, you know, this is how much is going to, how much of an investment are you going to make? If you ask, if they can answer those four or five questions for you, there's no reason why you can't close the deal. Yeah. And, um, but, but there are certainly, there are people that do waste your time as well, you know, at these shows. And, and I, I mean, I've talked to people very nice and sincere, but they're not committed, you know what I mean? And uh, they come off friendly sometimes, but they take a lot of your time. And when the East Trade shows, it's tough because you got to like, uh, you know, with so many people, you know, you, you have to find the right individual, you know? The average person, 90% uh, of people trade show go to, to do two things, to learn and to, and to buy something. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's value. It's a certainly value, value. And to use to your point, there are some trade shows that are expensive, the other worth worth it, but the price of admission, but you know, 
Uh, you're absolutely right about that one. Um, uh, John, do you uh, belong to any other organizations that uh, has helped your business uh, grow that you would like to share to um, our listeners that maybe, you know, I always say sharing informative, you know, it's always important. I, I remember a member of a number of organizations on online. the, the, uh, uh, HIA was one, and uh, I thought that was a waste of time for small business as far as I was concerned. And that's why I started up the Long Island Advance for the Small Business, because all these, these many of these organizations talked about helping small businesses, but never did anything about it. And I, you know, and I, what I did was I, I got, I put a business plan together, and I presented it to two people that I respected. And one people, one person has been with me for over ten years in the Long Island Investment Small Business, um, Murray Kleiner, and he's a he's a uh, he does a lot of work for the organization right now, and he's been with me for, for the longest time. Okay, but uh, yeah, a lot of people talk. I'm a member of Limba. Okay, and and uh, I know a lot of people. I, I've I was a startup of a couple of organizations on Long Island too. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I'm also a member of uh, Long Island Connects, which is an, an, uh, a networking group. And Limba are the two people, the two organizations that I really belong to at the present time, besides running and operating Long Island events for small business. But I, I, you know, I agree with you, John, with your statement. There's a lot of organizations out here on Long Island that have been here for many years and really don't do much for small businesses. And it's a shame because um, I think by being inclusive, we can, you know, be united and do more on Long Island than, you know, than that. And um, I'm hoping things will change. And I think things will change and start to change because uh, I, I really think that the... Uh, Everything's starting to change, and 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 people are starting to to be look look at what I did, for instance. I I was part of chambers of commerces before, and uh, I try to do changes, but they're very complacent, you know. Um, right. Which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that, but the problem with complacent is that with complacent you can't move. You're That's you're right. stagnant. You're stale. And unfortunately, that's the way of the, the, you know, with me, I'm a totally different person. So I'm a doer. I like to execute and do. And I like to show the world what I can do. And that's why I started winning on Wednesday. Because really, folks, I'm here to truly help out people. Because really, Zig Ziglar said it best. You can have everything in this world just by helping others. By helping others, I agree. Exactly. So I took that to heart and I took it to, I've been doing it for three years and WOW has grown from leaps and bounds. It's, it's big. It's, I created a monster basically. Um, and the, the, the funny thing about that, it was that I wasn't even planning to do this. It was just to really simply help people. And now, you know, it's become a business, which is really amazing. And, um, and, and getting support people like yourself, John, which truly, honestly, thank you for all these years and supporting me and supporting us and winning on Wednesday because you're really out there to support small businesses. You're really truly genuinely out there to support business and nothing speaks louder than actions. Actions speak louder than words. And there's a lot of people out there that collect awards, that collect, you know, like pick photo ops, but they don't do anything. OK, it is stopped with the photo ops, stop with the acknowledgments of the same people, start introducing new people, 
How about that for a change? New people that haven't been discovered yet. Start promoting them because we, they get on it. The same people get on it, you know, over time and time again. It gets kind of boring and stale and stagnant. So I, I'll, you know, uh, you know, I agree with what you said, John. A hundred percent. I hope things are changing, and I hope with this type of meetings that we have here, the shows that it encourage other people to do the right thing. We, you know, we're we our parents raised us right. Our parents raised us to do the right thing, and let's do the right thing, and let's stop being greedy, and let's stop being selfish, and let's just do the right thing, and let's focus about our community. Because again, if we're united here in Long Island, we could do greater things. But we are divided. We are truly divided. And enough. Let's get back to business. Enough with this, well, you know, playing politics. Let's get the back to business, and the business should be the people. Keep the people first. I agree. I agree. Sorry, sorry, John. You got me. You got a little bit. A little bit. Uh, you know. You got me a little bit. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I, most folks don't know. I'm, I ran for state office uh, a few, four years ago, and I became, you know, disgusted with politics. But I'm back with politics because the other party was smart enough to contact me, and they wanted me to be involved. So they, you know, they talk about inclusive. You know, they get it. It things are starting to change because they realize. Look at the restaurants around us. It's uh, now you have Colombian restaurant, Peruvian restaurant, Honduran restaurants, and look at the landscapers. Now it's Rodriguez, Garcias, and everything. So things are starting to change in Long Island. If people don't see that, it's time to wake up, folks. The, the language my wife was spanish and costa rican and my and she said the language most spoken on the united in the united states by the year 2025 is going to be spanish and i and i see it now i, I and, really and, and, and 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 for those folks to say oh you know english is it, yes english is important i agree 100 percent. but guess what i used to do consulting for the uk uh, telecommunication company in the uk and when i used to travel in the uk my colleague spoke three four five languages spoke french italian mm -hmm. german do you know that if you speak more than one language it improves your iq can you believe that i agree so, my wife so, my, my wife was a, a linguist she spoke five languages and translated seven yeah and, and she, it, yeah and she worked for a um a, a company uh for school uh as an esl teacher for 13 years I understand. But do you do you understand that people, you know, they, they, because they say, oh, you could you, you know, and, and those are the ignorant people that I cannot stand that they say, oh, you, English must be the you know, you have to, you know, uh, English is that's it. There's other language. No, the, the world is is open. The world is open because of technology. We're becoming one. And if you don't realize that now. Then I don't know what 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 you you have been in what rock and what world you've been living into, but the world is starting yeah. to change. And if you don't change, you're going to become stagnant. But uh, and John and, and enough about uh, politics because <laughs> I, I hate to talk about that. Um, let, let's do, let's go talk about your business. Uh, let's talk, go let's go back to business. What do you do? What do you offer? Uh, what type of services do you offer for you personally? Self, if somebody wants to. Uh, use you what what do you do, normally say i do i do I, I do trade show marketing primarily and i'm i haven't done it for 10 years because i was working with the long island investment for small business i founded that in 2009 and uh uh what we do is we educate people that that are in in business because today in in this day and age if you're not aware of the latest in technology uh, finance sales and marketing you're your company's going to fall by the wayside. And I've proved it time and time again. 
So anything pertaining to business, uh, we're there. I, I used to teach, I taught the MBA program at CW Post. And then I, I taught uh, 20 bioscience PhD students how to get a job out of Stony Brook University. So I did that for a number of years too. But, uh, but my focus is right now on, uh, I, I've been doing, running the LISB for over 10 years and I'm looking to replace myself and get back into doing trade shows again because okay. trade shows are coming back because the, the pandemic pandemic killed it um, three years ago. So uh, uh, there's no reason to, but I still have clients in both on national and international basis. Wow. You know, John, there's somebody I would love to introduce you to, my friend, uh, Louis Cano, who used to work for IBM for over 25 years. He has his own app now for trade show specifically, and we're partnering up, and his app is called Q. And what it is, essentially, it's a QR code that has all your contact information. That QR code will contain your social media information, your emails, your telephone numbers, all your everything, your portfolio. And all you have to do is just scan the code, and you, they have your information. So, or you're able to capture their information. So it's basically replacing business cards just by scanning on directly to your phone. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah so I would love to make an introduction to you to him. And uh, you know, he just got a new client too. Uh, uh, he just got uh, Coca-Cola as a client. Oh, very yeah, good. So, so very good. Uh, yeah, and we're going to be partnering out with Winning on Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to using the app, and the members are going to be using the app for for Winning on Wednesday. So. I'm excited about that. There's a lot of great things coming uh, to winning on Wednesday. So, John, if there's a if people want to learn more about about you, uh, what's the best way to contact you? Well, uh, the right now it's john.hill at liasb.com uh, or my phone number is 516-473-7202. That's my cell phone and that phone that I use for business. Okay. Well, John, thank you so much for sharing your stories and please. Uh, um, and that's pretty much it for our, our show, for the podcast show. I hope you enjoy the, our special guests as much as you, you know, enjoy sharing, hearing your story. And uh, we keep on um, checking the story for the channels for more more stories and inspiring the stories that can help your business grow. And if you'd like to become a member for Winning on Wednesday, simply visit winningonwednesday.com. Scroll for the first time guest button and follow directions. And I hope to see you in our next meeting. John, thank you so much. It's been wonderful catching up with you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you.